Oh, Lord. That's how I feel for this episode. The seat is actually hot. This is the hot seat today. I don't think it's going to be as hot as the last one. No, that that wasn't. That was the dark seat. <laughs> this, is, this is the hot seat. <laughs> okay. But yeah, welcome back. Uh, where we're going to be honest, open, and transparent as we communicate with you, the listeners, and the watchers. Um, yeah, so we're just going to talk about us. Well, me today. Right. Yeah, we're going to talk about me today because um, it's all about me today. Yeah, not entirely excited about it, but it's all good, though. It's all good. I mean, you don't want to walk into the unknown. You want to walk into known. Know what you're dealing with have, and uh, have to work through each and every day. The personalities uh, do change often depending on the situation or the circumstance. Mm-hmm. It might be the happy flow, the mad flow, the frustrated flow. But, hey, as long as you know flow, everything is going to flow the way it's supposed to go. Right. So today, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to move on forward today we are going to be doing the background check with a q and no we don't even have to tell them the title of the episode Why? i you love it you don't have I to tell it. them i thought it was really cool no and no clever. listen you don't have to tell them the title of the episode we can just get into it because the title we can just type that in and I then know, they but get it, it that sounds way. good too so i wanted to say it so now it feels like it. a movie like you're just waiting for that movie title to be named in the movie but you don't hear it they just like show no, it they actually say it sometimes in the movie hardly ever yeah mm-hmm. i'm finna get rich or die trying and they said it all in the movie i don't, I don't know if they I've actually ever, did i, I ain't know. seen that 50 cent movie in forever but the people know what i'm talking about <laughs> we could have just left it alone well Anyway, you'll find out in the next episode when we talk about me. Extra. A little bit corny. Extra. Well. Extra corn on the cob. (laughs) But, um, yeah, come on. You're supposed to give us your background. So no, you're supposed bro, to ask me. No, you're you're gonna, you're gonna set it up. For the, you're setting it up. For I'm not know. just gonna jump into stuff and then be like, wait a minute. But why yeah, would we, you ask that we're question? Not, we're not gonna jump in. We're gonna dive in like Trey Songs. Come yes, on. Yes, and you're gonna dive into your background. Anyways, so you were born many raised. many eons eons ago. I saw myself born August first, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, it was a it's a great image. Eons ago, when I first saw the light, it was um, it's quite powerful. Yeah. And you call me extra. Fresno, California is where I was born. It's a nice little country, country area, farmlandish, up north in California. Yeah. It's a pretty cool place. Spent the first eight years of my life until I was devastated and had to move. Never liked it. Mm-mm. Didn't want to move. If I had to move, wanted to move to good old L.A., land of opportunity. But instead, went to the land of desolation. No, it wasn't that bad. Uh, we moved to Indio, <laughs> California, uh, where my dad was from, from Fresno. Even though it was, it was voiced. I didn't want to move there. And um, I think that was very, very bad because... Uh, that ideal stuck with me even though i'm there with the family you know going to church it was cool but that mentality still stuck and so a lot of unfortunate things did happen 
which caused me caused my thought process to come into reality and really not like the area. But um yeah, so we moved from Fresno, then we uh went on to Indio, California. First thought was it's hot. Why am I here? This is terrible. I miss my friends and my uncle, my uncle Rodney, Uncle Kevin, Uncle Doug. Man, miss them people. So from there we um were in Indio eight so for 10 years yeah 10 years in indio california it it was it was all right went to james madison elementary school uh then from there to protect me from the world we went to a private school as my parents would have put it all the stuff that was going on and he's a school teacher and so he wasn't having it so we went to desert adventist academy after my third grade year I believe it was I think it was the third grade year and that was fun that was literally the most fun I had the entire time I was in the desert being completely honest uh, that was a lot of fun Desert Adventist Academy shout out to y'all that was man y'all got me on the right foot moving forward mm-hmm. opened a lot of doors uh, educationally for me unfortunately I didn't get to capitalize on all of them but you know when you're a child, you have to follow. Uh, got to learn to follow when you're a child. So that way, when it's time to lead, you know how to lead. So I've had to follow and go with and had no choice but to do what mama and daddy say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they did open up a lot of doors. National Young Leaders Conference, Law Forum, um, National Honor Society. So it's all pretty good. It was pretty cool stuff uh, coming out of that, coming out of that private school. I enjoyed it. Perfect. Uh, after that, went on to high school at La Quinta High School, which is probably the high school growing up, because uh, pretty much everyone I went to church with, Second Baptist, shout out to the y'all, um, came out of La Quinta High School. And there was a gentleman I looked up to, uh, Gulak. Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo Gulak. Looked up to him. He went, at the time, he was... Uh, focused on being a brain surgeon so I wanted to follow in his footsteps a little bit per se by going to La Quinta High School playing basketball there and uh, trying to ball out so yeah so I ended up going to La Quinta High School after Desert Adventist and the first year was god awful first time playing organized sports I looked retarded out there on the court literally tripping on the lines that are on the court that was the joke before <laughs> uh before freshman year started literally ankle twisted and swollen yeah it was terrible i was mm-mm. i was a beast though at daa man dropping that 40 30 30 rebounds like 10 blocks dishing out the assists it was crazy walking quadruple double to walking nothing freshman year just trash but my dad you know put me through the rigorous desert workout literally if you guys seen creed 2 that is what i worked out in that and soft sand that was in the wash it was terrible but it got me ready and then i was a beast freshman year straight cold 
super confident. Sophomore? No, freshman year. Oh. Yeah, freshman year. We, I mean, we, uh, we went 500 for the year. But, you know, <laughs> we went 500 for the year. But the stats were there. I was, I was ready to turn into a cold brother sophomore year, headed to varsity. No, that didn't happen. I actually went to JV. I was disappointed. And I was sad. But uh, one of the leaders of the team, and then, you know, people made certain decisions, and there was a freshman that came in and taller than me, a little bigger than me, as you can tell. You know, I was probably a little bit smaller than this. Body type ain't changed, unfortunately. Tried very hard, but it didn't happen. Uh, but, yeah. So, I think it was like the middle of the season. He ended up taking my starting spot, and not that he was better than me, just coach's decision so I was hot entire season mm. had to play second fiddle and it, and then at home it was like you got beat out by a freshman it, was, it wasn't even like that haters I think that's where the me saying haters I got all these haters began it began sophomore year and a freshman took my spot godly Mm-mm. wasn't having it I was hot furious Mm -hmm. and I started travel ball at the same time so um I was with uh blue crush and uh we literally crushed people that is no joke it was a complete dunk contest just about every game when we played people some of them got a little heated but it was cool um but just like when I was a freshman straight trash I was straight trash when I first started travel because uh, that is a completely different competition than what I'm used to. Okay, so when did you start going to Palm Desert? We're not there yet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. Don't get me caught off track. But anyway, so after that, what was I saying? I don't like when you travel do that. Ball. Travel ball. Yeah, so I was straight trash, travel ball. I was getting murked, murdered. And, um, yeah, so I... Took a little challenge getting used to a different level of competition because the desert is, yeah. Think of it as professional travel ball. Like, that's like the NBA. And then think of the desert as kindergarten basketball. That's the, it was, that's how big of a shock it was for me. Um, But I adjusted, turned into a beast with travel ball and carried that over to the desert. Um... And I was ready for junior year. Straight killer. But then the haterism, uh, it, it increased. I had a little bit more haters. And so uh, a lot of coaches, oh, you're not ready for this. You know, I don't think you're ready for varsity, blah, 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 and all this and that. And whatever your dad got you doing isn't going to get you prepared and all this stuff. Just talking mess. The coach. And then, you know, because it is the desert, majority white area. Uh, well, that's how I say it, white. We had a few few of my brethren, the Hispanics, because I'm not 100% black. Yes, I know. Got a little, little Belizean in there, my dad's side. You know, he Belizean, Southern American, dad from Texas, mama from Belize. So I got Belizean in me. So I ain't 100% black. But anyway, a few brethren was there. So, but, um, yeah, straight haters. So um, the greatest moment in that time 
was murdering the entire varsity team one by one by myself. Literally. Yeah, and still got hated on. And then got my mama, he um the head coach talk about my talked about my mama and my dad, how they raising me, how I'm not intellectual enough, didn't have the basketball IQ to stay up with the varsity team. So I left. That was junior year. And I went straight over to Palm Desert, the rival school, because uh, Coach Brady was one of the coaches my dad wanted to play for when he was in high school, but never got the opportunity to at Indio High School. Um, so, yeah, so I had a few vendettas. Had a v- vendetta against them, had a vendetta against Indio High School, because my dad used to teach at that high school, and then it didn't happen no more. Hey, there's... So I had a vendetta against that school, so that was always a wonderful game of wonderful. Wonderful. I played volleyball that day, beat everything out the out the uh, out the court. It's, it was wonderful, even when it was goaltend. I didn't care. I let you score the basket. It's the only reason why you got the point because I blocked it. But yeah, that's how I took it. So um, went over to the rival school. Unfortunately, you had to be on JV because you transfer and all that stuff, so they wouldn't let me play. So I pretty much averaged close to a triple-double. And then it was a hot, hot game uh, against La Quinta. Literally packed out. I've never seen it like that for a JV game. Me growing up watching, you know, Gulag play basketball. I ain't never seen it packed like that. JV. So, uh, yeah, there are a lot of people out there. Man, I wish we had video of those games. I would play it for you right in this clip, the whole thing. But it was a showdown for real. And we got down and dirty. But, yeah, it was good. It was good. And uh, then um, I guess you could say I was getting a little limelight, just a little, little shine out there, a little shine, a few colleges out there. I ain't going to name drop, but uh, Barack, Obama, Barack Obama's brother-in-law. But, you know, tried to recruit me one time. And I need a letter of recommendation. And I had to go to the um, the varsity coach. I asked him because I was going to be playing for him. And he wrote me a re- letter of recommendation. And then uh, it went south. There was uh, pretty much how I felt and how me and my brother see it, a directive to ensure that I would not be playing. So in the practice, it was literally – elbow to the back to the face stepping on the ankle all intentional stuff and i knew it haters haters and uh yeah just haters 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 and they knew i got invited to adidas and a nike camp through travel ball all this stuff you're not dedicated to the team you're out there doing your own thing blah 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 and so it's hating on me and uh went up to yoke it Put the punctuation on my skill. And uh, when you jump in the air, you're really vulnerable. And uh, one of the teammates, a younger kid too, a uh, younger kid that was on JV, he took my legs out and I fell flat back on the court and hit the back of my head and my back. And that was it. That was, uh, yeah, that was it. No tournament for me. Uh, no more basketball for me either. No more high school basketball for me after that. Yeah, my brother was furious, and uh, he was a sophomore, I think, at the time. Sophomore, freshman, I can't remember. I think he was a sophomore. 
and uh, he stepped out on that court while I was hobbled. And, uh, yeah, he broke that entire varsity team by himself. Literally by himself. I don't really know what that means. Oh, it just means he just went out there and marked them. Was there stopping him? No. He wanted a bucket. A bucket. He got a bucket. Oh, like playing the you, game. Yeah, you okay. thought you was going to score on him? He snatched the ball literally from the center. And my bro was like, ah, oh, 5'11". Center was a little bit taller than me, bigger than me, too. I did play center, y'all. It may not even look like it, but I did. And, um, yeah. In case y'all didn't know, he is six foot six um, when he stands six up straight. He normally stands at six foot five. The audacity. He does, he does the, one of those. I'm, it's ridiculous. The audacity. Six, six. Put me six out there like fives. that. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get you back. <laughs> when that video posts that you don't want to post, that'll be the get back. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you value your life. Mm-hmm. I do. It's <laughs> worth the risk. It's worth the risk. Anyways, so Yeah, so that happened and uh me and my brother were done with that school and I ended up going back to La Quinta, which is probably the stupidest thing I've ever done because this was the rival school. So I played for La Quinta, lost to Palm Desert, paid with Palm Desert, smacked La Quinta, lost the last game, which was uh, devastating. That was literally my fault. Missed the darn basket. But anyway, um, no basketball, just straight, uh, no high school basketball. It was over after that. Had to heal up a little bit and then go back to travel ball and try to get looked at, stayed with the coach. And... Um, in preparation to play for Houston Tillotson. Shout out to y'all. HTU, what it do. Um, played for them. Um, and then, I, well, no, I didn't play for them yet. I was in preparation to play for them. Then I went out there to Texas, Austin, Texas. Great place. Uh, really, really weird city. They mean it. Keep Austin weird. It's weird. It's very, calm. it's, you know, different. I like it, though. It's calm, quiet. Sixth Street is where it gets loud and cracking and popping. It's a great time on Sixth Street. Uh, so I play, got uh, got to HTU. The heat was different, so I felt out of shape because it's <gasps> I was had one of them, you know, <laughs> trying to run up and down the court. But when I broke through and out of that, I was seen as the golden child, which is because I'm coming from California, straight to Texas. So. Um, it was pretty cool. Get, got my bearings a little bit. Um, more comfortable, relaxed in practice. Didn't really get the opportunity. Well, I was getting close to getting the opportunity to start when the season started. And um, had an unfortunate accident, which uh, my teammate fell on my leg. And it went this way. Now, like your arm, you see, you, you, I can't do it with the arm. You ain't supposed to do that with the leg. So, and revert it, yeah. So, yeah, it went backwards. Ended up snapping a ligament and uh, tore a partial in my uh, meniscus. And I think, I, I think it has something to do with the hamstring, but it always snaps. So, yeah, it was pretty terrible. And uh, had to practice, continue to practice. This happened at practice and had to continue the practice because the other freshman, well, oh, my finger jam, I can't play. And so coach was thinking it was one of them freshman thing 
think and it wasn't and I have to continue to practice through that and that made it much worse and uh, I guess limited resources with the school they weren't covering or helping and being young at that time it's like oh you're not gonna help me forget y'all then I'm over here out here struggling I'm already by myself which is what I wanted because I couldn't stand the desert had to get up out of there. I cried at graduation day because I was set free. That's why I cried. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. Senior year was terrible. But anyway, uh, what? But yeah, I was hurt, injured. Um, didn't play basketball. Fell into a little depression, and um, through that pr- depression, I guess you can say the light was, uh the individual that I met at the time that uh, brought me, eventually brought me my daughter, which got me up out of my funk. Because shocking as it may be, I was in them streets. Now I wasn't selling and all that stuff, but I was out there with them. I was kicking it with them. Mm -hmm. The street walkers and talkers and the slangers and bangers. I was, yeah, I was out there. Terrible. Learned the wrong stuff, too, and got to doing stuff I wasn't raised to do. Drinking and smoking the weed and all that stuff. It was it was bad. But then I find out, baby on the way. I was, oh, shook my life straight. <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> short segment on that. I mean, when the when when you are destined to become uh, something, because that's how God wrote it for you in your life to be able to have this type of impact on the world because it attribute to saving more people being the being an additional light of hope um when you make the wrong decision that steers you steers you off of his path he puts something that gets you back on the right path so i took a i took a little left turn but the left turn still led me back to the right path so yeah so the so i consider it for me personally uh that my daughter saved me out of the the direction i was going and opened the door to an emotion i never really cared for and that's the l-o-v-e still don't say the word too often uh, but yeah it really she really opened the door and you know went on from that um, trying to keep it short because she's going to ask me questions after after this. I ain't trying to get all in depth because I figure the questions will put me in a position where I got to be. Um, but after that, we were in Texas and um, yeah, baby was on the way. Had a little drama. Not with the baby mama, but it's what's, I only said that because it rhymes. Because I say mother of my children or child, mother of my child. Um, But, um, yeah, we had a little scaffold because this other girl, you know, I was interested in before her. And they got the bickering and stuff, supposedly, from her standpoint. I don't know. I went there. Did witness it. But, anyway, uh, had to get off campus. Wasn't attending school, lost the academic scholarship because of, you know, the knee injury and falling depressions, being out, at, being out, not being in school or in class, grades slipping. Went from a 3.75 high school to a mm, mm, 
struggle. <laughs> I won't even name the GPS. Was, that's just an embarrassment. <laughs> Family didn't raise me to do nothing like that. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so I've started doing like little jobs in the neighborhood instead of going to class. And, um, yeah, with a child on the way, I needed to find a job. Shout out to Dion. Can't remember the last name so many years ago, but Dion put me on the iTech Electronics. But, uh, man, when that email came through with the school email looking for people on marketing and stuff, I was mm, email after email. Please, Lord, help me. Sending prayer, email prayers to Dion because I really wanted this job. And so I eventually did get the job at iTech Electronics, started out in the marketing, and um, that started after freshman year. Yeah, this is all freshman year, y'all. Um, after freshman year, uh, no scholarship, started working there, got the apartment, shout out to moms, put the 1K down so we can get up in that thing. And um, yeah, just went on from there, catching the bus. Well, I, that's a lie, I wasn't catching the bus. I didn't know the bus system, so I was walking. Almost three miles, showing up late to work with the afro. It was out there. Walking to work in the heat, in the cold, till I finally learned uh, the bus system. And um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Good job fixing all Apple devices and products, selling the necessary accessories to ensure they're protecting the, the device because you came in here and cracked it or spilled water on it or whatever the case may be. We ain't trying to see you come back again and have or buy a brand new one so you might as well protect your device it's okay we ain't trying to have repeat customers we were doing things right the first time so um started out in the marketing doing craigslist ads and stuff like that uh, i forgot wherever else he was having me post can't remember but craigslist was one of the major ones it was a huge huge marketing tool back then 2010 a lot of people were using it and um, went over into the tech side and started repairing the devices. And at that point, um, Gregory Johnson and I became kind of like brothers and best friends, but yet he's my boss and eventually became my mentor. So with that company, I learned a lot of, a lot about business and a lot about how to use you know, the tools that are out there to expand the business and, but yet at the same time budget personally and within the business. So he, I guess, sparked an, uh, an ability that I already had in me, but I did not know of. And so that's where I guess the light opened up in that, in that dark season for me. So dad always said, have a background. I mean, background have a um a backup plan because basketball ain't guaranteed and so i did have one but i had lost focus of it but i never knew it would be you know business and be in the accounting side it was more so i'm gonna be a lawyer so it it, it um that really helped that really helped so working with that company uh eventually went from like two locations no three locations to one location, a bunch of employees to two. And I was the one of the last ones hired, but he kept me. Hey. So that, you know, that was, that was, that was pretty cool. 
because most people is out of there. And the people he let go, people, some of them he grew up with. <laughs> some of them was, was his own relative, and he kept me. So, and I mean, that, that meant a lot. And upon, you know, reflecting on it, it meant a lot. And he taught me a lot. And um, not being in school, being, folk, being more, you know, money focused, revived for the family. Mm-hmm. I was still in school, but I wasn't 100% dedicated to it and I eventually just dropped out so 2010 I believe was the last time I was in school and I just worked and then uh, a a dream I guess you can say haunted me (laughs) yeah a dream haunted me and uh, what the dream was and it literally lasted for the first quarter of 2012 yeah, for the first quarter of 2012. So January, March, April, it literally haunted me. Every single night had the same dream of me being homeless on Congress. Anyone who's went to HTU out there in Austin, Texas, you know about Congress. It leads you straight to the Capitol. Um, so on Congress, sitting there chilling, right after the Chipotle too, can't remember the cross street. I would be sitting right there at that, that next major building with my hand out, looking at my brother and my dad walk by being successful and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm asking for help. For three months, that dream kept coming. And I'm like, you know what? I got to get back in school. So made the call with my dad. Um, even though me and my dad weren't cool at the time, it's still my dad reached out he was like yeah you can come stay so i stayed we moved uh i moved them uh yvonne and her mother i moved them back uh with my dad i stayed finished out uh working at itech and then the lease and we moved and then i drove back straight back when I mean drove straight back, I mean drove straight back. I only slept for one hour. It took me 18 hours to get from Austin, Texas to the heart of Indio. <laughs> back to the desert, the place in which I despise. Man, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I was there um, for a little bit. Then I got the phone call uh, from Coach Bibbs. Much, much respect and love to the Coach Bibbs number one HPCU coach in my eyes, whether it be men or women's basketball, uh, about playing at Grambling. Now, Grambling, what? Grambling to me is like Alabama or Kentucky or any of those top schools as far as basketball or football is concerned because Grambling is, that's the dream school. And I get to play <laughs> basketball? Yeah. So I started – um, preparing my mind and getting my GPA up so that way I can transfer and get my credits in order. So that time with my dad, I was working at uh, Famous Footwear, Palm Desert, and taking straight line courses. I took 18 courses in about two months. Yeah, about two months so I can get my credits up because of my age. Don't ask my age. I don't remember. I think I was 21 at the time. I didn't want to come in as a freshman because, you know, I, was, I jacked up as a freshman. So 
had to get them credits up. So I took about 18 or 21 credits online. They were transfer transferable. And I went to Grambling as a junior. So left out of HT probably like freshman and first semester sophomore and then went in as a junior. So it was a lot of work. A lot of work into that. Got to Grambling. Grambling is dope. It's fire. I had so much fun. Recommend HBCUs all the way. A lot of connections. Um, <laughs> met Jeffrey Sims. Much loved and respect to him. Taught me uh, logistics. I put it that way. He taught me how to be lo logistically minded, making sure you have things in order. So when the machine starts running, everything goes smooth. So he really taught me the logistics. Uh, being that he was um, basketball operations for the women's basketball team, and I pretty much became his assistant. And so as he moved, I moved with him. And so that's one of one of the things that's within me as far as if I take a step up, someone has to be taking a step up with me. And I got that from Jeffrey too. So he became and is the director of athletic operations and for a short time under work study, on the work study type pay while I was attending, I was his assistant in that as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. You have to travel <laughs> with teams, basketball. So it was cool at Grambling. Pretty much this this was me at Grambling. What I learned from iTech, I took over to Grambling and I started reaching out with different universities and building my business at the time, which is IQ Repair. So I, I had IQ Repair rolling bringing in some ducats to help me through and through. Um, I had IQ Repair. I was the women's basketball videographer and then washer <laughs> and, and then manager. <laughs> I was washing them clothes uh, and then the manager. And then um, I was also preparing to be on the men's basketball team because I had to sit out because of el eligibility um, because I've been out of college. So certain years I had left so I had to sit out a year and then uh, I was what else I was doing I was going to school yeah I was going to school also joined the modeling troupe yes I can model and um, yeah that was the five things I was doing up until my daughter had to come live with me uh, so I had my daughter too so I was literally doing all of those things and it was fun. I don't know where I got the energy from to balance six different types of me. But yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Partying, hanging out. Not The bad thing is the not going to class thing. That just stayed with me. But my mind was different. I was more focused. So even without one of the semesters I was there, I was there for two years. For an entire semester, I didn't go to class and still got 3.0. Because I was traveling. Traveling football team, girls basketball team was fun. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a blast. Then I started playing basketball, so that was wonderful. But then, nah, not so wonderful because I don't. Well, they they don't work there anymore. So pretty much they got fired. I don't think they did their job for someone like me. I should have had two years to play, but I ended up getting like eight games. So it's just like. It was ridiculous. It's yeah. I guess I guess there's a reason why they're not there anymore. Cause I, considering my situation, uh, being injured, 
having, I guess, two years gone, because te- technically you have like five years or something. And then for, I don't know, it was weird. I don't feel like going through it verbatim right now. But you were shortchanged the time you shouldn't yeah. be able to play. I was shortchanged okay. for real. <laughs> it was like, what? So they were let, they were, um, they were let go. So I only got like five, five games, five, eight games because we went to the tournament. But I will say this. The team was trash. <laughs> uh, hey, this is, this is, y'all can look it up. It was like 0 and 52. Oh. It was, yeah, this first time ever done in Division One basketball. It was straight trash. And the moment I joined the team, we win five games. Really? Like, officially joined the team. Like, I can actually Play. sit on the bench oh. and be eligible to get onto the court. We started, we started winning games. I mean, I mean. I don't know if it's all me or it's a coincidence, but you know, I'm just gonna take it on me. So of yeah, mm-hmm. of course, yeah. Your presence, my presence, their abilities. Yeah, exactly. I went from quadruple double, double double five, triple double to you know, on the bench, <laughs> and we won five games. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this <laughs> the oh. fall was hard. <laughs> the fall was hard. But um yeah, so Grambling was it's the highlight. Yeah. Then from there, uh I was um got a few different opportunities. Could have worked at Disney as a manager at Disney World out in Orlando. Had another opportunity after graduation that I could have took. In addition to playing overseas. A lot of people don't really believe that, but the opportunity was there. Uh just needed to go because I already had to connect to someone who's playing in Barcelona. So he was going to vouch. I just had to show up and do what I had to do out in Dallas, Texas for one of the tryouts. And uh, I wasn't able to take any one any of those opportunities because I got a nice little notice package, you know, preparing for finals. It's April, you know, preparing for the finals, graduation, and went to the mailbox on campus and got some court documents. So, you know, that's, yeah, just like that. Boom. Explosion. All those opportunities have to go out the door because I got to do for my child. Mm -hmm. And I had always, present or not, made sure my child was taken care of. So, had to go back to the good old desert, but this time a different desert. Yeah, this time a different desert, small little gas stop city on the way to Arizona. So, yeah, had to go through that. Brought me back to the desert, working at Hertz, um, back into the fold after all those years from 2009 to 2015. You know, after all those years, back in the fold of the desert. And uh, back to good old Second Baptist. Had to find some positives and being there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ended up working at uh, Hertz. Hertz was pretty cool. Um, but upon returning, because, uh, hey, you know, Groundland was just so awesome. Had the privilege of traveling with the football team and made my way out to Houston one of those weekends and eventually met another, 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 uh, uh, another individual. Uh, 
you know, another individual that was near and dear at the time. And when I got on back fighting, you know, fighting for my daughter and got the great, got, got some, it's great news, shocking news, because my mental was completely different when it came to this particular topic. Uh, but got the news I had another child on the way. So, you know. So I took that kind of hard in the wrong way at the time, all out of fear. And, um, yeah, fear of inadequacy, fear of uh, not doing or being the person I'm supposed to be. So, yeah, that relationship ended um, and it became a became a battle after that. And, um, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. But anyway, that was that was a uh, yeah. So move moved on from there. You know, I had to get on the good foot or to get right so I can be a part of uh, my son's life because I kind of I really wasn't not because I didn't want to. There were some inabilities and some things that caused me not to because court case with my daughter, finances and stuff like that. So all of which can be used as an excuse. But I felt that I needed to have some sense of establishment because I was unestablished graduating. I didn't have no, I was working at Hertz. Who graduates from college? You're supposed to go into your career after that. And I ended up at Hertz. So, yeah, so I felt like I needed to get my stuff together and use and try to help me get, find a way. You know, I was a little lost in translation at that time. I got student debt coming in, got to make payments to that, and ain't got no place to stay. So I was staying with my mom, had my daughter. So it's just, yeah, it was, I felt like I needed to get some stuff settled. And, but yeah, so, so I wasn't there pretty much. I wasn't there. He was six months. I was there when he was six months old and then returned back till he was two. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, but don't make it seem like you just weren't there. Like like you said, there were financial difficulties and hard stops on the other side that you couldn't do anything about. Uh, well, it's not of that course. you just weren't there. Yeah, yeah. But I just wasn't there. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. At the, at the he end of the wasn't day. there. It was hard. Yeah, and there it was were difficult. Other difficulties. But, but we worked through those things, and you know, things got better. You know, started discovering different ways to manage. So had I known that in the beginning, then I could have, you know, had made some arrangements to be more involved, being that they're out there in Houston and I was in the desert at the time. So, but you learn things when you learn them. You look back in hindsight, all that stuff. So it's all good. But we're, it's it's good now. I, everything is all good. So I mean, it had two different mothers and my children. Went through some some extremely fiery times with both of them, on separate and at the same time. So, whoo, Jesus, Lord made a way. Praise to Him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that led me um, going through that. Um, just about by myself, I held I held that from the family. Like only my mom knew. 
Uh, only my mom knew about it, and my grandparents knew about it, about my son. Just wanted a little bit of, like, like sense of, like, I failed, and I didn't want to bring, like, another failure to the family, in a sense, because I'm supposed to be the man creates a family, protects, and provides for the family. And on the first occasion, it broke off. That left a little sting. Now the second one broke off, so that's even more of a sting. So I got two stings on me, and I was carrying it, literally carrying it all over my body, mental, spiritual, all of that. So, yeah, I was carrying that for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Carried that for like six years through two different women and two children, so, yeah. It just doubled on top. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much my story. It It, is? Yeah, that's That's pretty much my story. What? That's all that happened. Yeah, that was as far as like, that's, yeah, it's a nice little timeline. I think there's nothing else to add. What do you think I should add to that? What do y'all think I should add to that? I don't know. What else? Oh, I don't know. The reason why you ended up continuously coming back to the desert. The desert. Why would you know, I? The reason why God had you on a plan that put you back at the desert. I mean, I don't know. Should we what talk else? about that? What else could you possibly need to add to the story? Do we have to talk about that though? Well, we don't have to. This That's, is I this mean, is all about you. I can just start asking my questions now. There's no sense to talk I can about. I ask my questions now. I mean, if you're done. I mean, why would I talk? Are you finished? Why would I talk about that? I mean, that's that's not. But the most important part of the story, dramatic effect. How how would I skip that? But yeah, so I um, you know, I had this just like I had the dream of me being on the street. I had a dream as a child. It was this 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 silhouette of a woman. I just didn't know what it was. As I got older, I was throwing out hashtags, my mystery woman and all this stuff. Didn't didn't really know who it was. Thought it was this woman, wasn't that woman, thought it was this one, wasn't that one, this one. Yeah, there was quite a few of them. I had chapters, y'all. I had some chapters. Man. Double digits. Uh, double. The big double digits. At least for me, they were big double digits. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just didn't, didn't know... Didn't just, you know, didn't know who this person was uh, until I saw this person back in the year 2000. (laughs) I knew what it was moving forward. She didn't know. So, you know, I acted out. Had two kids. No, I'm just playing. It wasn't like that. It's just how it happened. (laughs) Just just how it happened. All jokes. All jokes aside. But, um, yeah, so 2017 came around. I was still in the desert at the time. Well, no, I wasn't in the desert. 2016, 16 came around. And uh, after many, many years of rejection and just forget about it, life moves on, stuff like that. Then there's a prime opportunity to be like, you know what? I think it's time. To, it's, I think it's time. So I started plotting. Yeah, I, I'm finna tell the truth. Might be some Second Baptist folk that are going to listen to this. And they might be like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> and that's okay. But this is the truth. I ain't finna lie. Um, but yeah, so one time I went back to uh, church. They had a business meeting that day. 
business meeting looked terrible. I hurt my soul to see my home church looking like this, presenting it to the report. I didn't, I couldn't, man, all the people I'm used to seeing, they just gone. I don't know what's happening. I mean, it seemed like they was in trouble and they needed some help. And the pastor was like, well, all y'all got this to say, they know all y'all got all these skills. Nobody wants to help, blah, blah, blah. And I just had to stand up. I just had to do it. So after my mama said it was okay for me to do it, I stood up and put my hands up. I can help use my skills and help the church, you know, get things in order, clean the report up so we can know the actual story of how we got here to this point and what we can use from that information, what we can use with that information and from acquiring it, how we can, you know, build a brighter future and get back to the second Baptist of old. So I just came in there to do the report and clean up the report and discovered some truths through that report and uh all of a sudden the second batches of old showed up (laughs) (laughs) so that was it was good to see that but then it wasn't so good to deliver the report to deliver the truth uh the truth scared a lot of people and i didn't because i wasn't there I didn't really fully understand all that the people had gone through that caused that type of mentality. So, you know, I broke down a little emotionally because I'm sitting here, though the news is devastating, I'm excited. And I want to show that I'm excited in giving their report and in my action because there is a way out. And I know the way out. I know how to come back from it. So it's just like, yeah, ooh, it hurts. But then at the same time, the one delivering the, delivering it, I'm doing it all alone, all by myself, and nobody's standing up there with me. They're everyone sitting down listening to me. So some people got indicted from that report. Some people did. Some some probably held a little resentment because I went out there and pointed. Well, I wouldn't say directly pointed, but indirectly because the people didn't know who was all involved and. Right. You know, and how we can get how we can get back on the good foot. So uh, from that, I felt because of the environment, the environment being in the sense that because someone may have the responsibility of doing something uh, within the church with some individuals, it goes to their, you know, it goes to their head. Now, mm-hmm. it becomes like a power thing. Right. And I've seen that in college going to different churches how that became a power thing and it almost turned you know kind of cultish like if you don't do this this and that you can't be a part of this group like what this is a religion right they're, they're, how does that even what should not i can't be. be a part of this group what mm-hmm. we're all supposed to be pushing the word out to help to help save people to give them salvation why can't <laughs> but anyway Regardless of regardless of that, that's another topic. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I guess um, I felt I needed to safeguard myself from having that type of mentality. Right. So I suggested that other people, you know, be a part of this. So it's not solely all on me. I have other people here. That way you can cross check and back check and, you know, hold me accountable 
to make sure I don't get lazy or the reports end up being sloppy. Just, you know, keep me keep me on my toes. So being that I know there's someone that mystery woman that I already knew is just she's still at she's still in the desert. She's still at the church. I was just, you know, might as well pick pick the people I feel that can help financially with different experiences and then bring her on. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I have shown the history within that church of doing that. She wasn't paying no darn attention, but I was. She was singing the choir. I was singing in the choir. She was praise dancing. I was praise dancing. You know, she just, I just didn't get it. She was going to vacation Bible school. I was going to vacation Bible <laughs> school. So, you know, it's this is how it was. She was going to youth meeting. I was going to youth meeting and passing notes, being as blood as I could as a kid. So I'm like, you know what? She gonna she gonna be right here with me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yes, indeed. So I used the church. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing to say, but I did. I used the church to the closer I. So I can get close to you. But anyway, yeah, I did. And it worked. And the whole point of it was I needed you to see what you could have had if you hadn't rejected me all them years. But that's that was the overall mission. But you did have skill, though. You had you. It was needed skill <laughs> to be on the board, the trustee board. It was needed mm-hmm. skill to take to take notes. But not on, well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You was just in, well, in the board or on assisting the board, whatever. I was supposed to be the board secretary. Yeah, she was just supposed to be the secretary, take down notes, you know. She she was, she was, she's a good helper because she's always helped the kids, whether it be in youth meeting or praise dance. So I just, you know, yeah. It would be a great, great, uh, great for you to join the team and have to do some convincing to get her on the team. And uh, I can be quite persuasive. I ain't going to lie about that. And yeah. So the motivation was for you to get close to me. But yet I had to justify the reason as to why you would be of importance and of value to the team. Yeah. So I had to push that, knowing in the back of my head what it was really for. You're such a great secretary, and you're working with the youth, and the youth is the future, so we need you to understand and be a part. Yeah. Yeah. He I worked it all then. It yeah. Because it's Sick. true. <laughs> a lot of people that are in the place now, they're exiting. So the only, the only way we can ensure that the history doesn't repeat itself is by having someone who's directly connected to the youth, the youth will actually listen to this individual, that being you, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll get the honest direction of where they should go rather than have this mentality that, oh, this is mine, I'm going to do it my way because this is the position I have, and it's above yours because it's in the Bible or not in the Bible. Right. So that's, that's just how I thought. I just felt that the future needed to have a completely different change in their mentality because other because the mentality was crippling right it had to have been from me being there and it was packed and loaded and then me returning nobody there right so and people do things by habit and it becomes their nature so now i'm seeing it so it's like you had to have been doing all this that could potentially drive or did drive all these people away so 
everything, the culture, everything had to change. So we needed someone, I felt, moving forward that can know, understand, and learn while you're taking all these notes and then pass it on to the kids. And me being a younger individual, I would be involved or associated with because at that time my mind was I'm in India. So Right. So in mm-hmm. that position of being secretary, we ended up having to work very closely because one trustee finances not my strong suit mm-hmm. and I wasn't just the secretary, I ended up having to be a trustee. So I had to learn and this was my teacher and being the secretary, mm-hmm. I needed to make sure that he saw, everyone saw. So there was a lot of contact which is exactly yeah. what he wanted. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's really how all of this this began. Yeah. What's, right. what's this guy say is kind of funny because <laughs> I was a teacher of somebody else. And I ended up, it was just weird. Me teaching ended up having, like my first relationship was based off of teaching. And then now my last relationship, yes last relationship mm-hmm. is held off of teaching. I was, you know, it's funny how things come around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teaching in that place that you absolutely hated. The desert. Well, me and her didn't start in the desert. I, I was, know, like I was, Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think it's safe to say we are at the Q&A portion. Yes. Yeah. Ask me, ask me what you want to ask me now. All right. So... I don't even know how long this has been going on. That's okay. We'll see. We'll fix it or do whatever later. We ain't fixing. This is the get to know part. This is probably going to be the, all the other videos will be like less than an hour. All right. So anyways, so when you first started, you were not being very um, specific. It was we, we, we. So who exactly like in your house? I know what my house looked like. Who, what did your house look like? Who were you with in your house as a child? Mom, dad, and brothers. Okay, so there's three brothers. No, it's not three brothers. It's only I'm, two. Well, I'm not one of them, so I'm saying, because I'm talking. You would say oh, you gotcha. had two brothers. But oh, I'm yeah. saying there's three brothers. It was the Fro then- boys. <laughs> yeah, Fro, F-R-L. Mm-hmm. Floydale, R-L, Ozell, Fro. Three brothers, a mom, and a dad. All right, yeah. excellent. Five on it. All right, so... For those who were watching, there was the um, episode about the demon. Mm-hmm. Now, normally those types of things come from background situations. So, where in your background was Be it? Be specific. Where in your background did that mentality of what the demon is start? Was that from home and your parents' relationship or, you know, high school and that just being awkward for everybody and possible rejection. I know you're always looking at me, 17 years, 17 years. So where did that come from? It was all you. (laughs) 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 You started me on my... Starting me on my way and manipulating the the mind of a woman, getting her to like, and then so she can feel the pain of rejection like I did. Saw you. So now, seriously. Seriously, it was it was you. Really? No. I know. It was you and another another lady at the time that I was interested in. 
Yeah. All right. No, but what, what do you mean by the day? Wait, what was... You guys have to remember, my mind is literally like the memory. It, it'd be hit or miss. I've taken a lot of hits to the head and a lot of falls. Like, legit. So, we once had a conversation. No, the demon. What was my demon? Fear of being inadequate. Yeah. Fear of being inadequate in that time. And then always trying to mess up a good thing. Okay, Mm -hmm. so because of that, like I, like for real, like you, you two women specifically, that rejection kind of made me feel like I wasn't good enough or, or inadequate or adequate enough. And then moving, moving from there, seeing how my parents interacted like that's what a marriage is supposed to be which is which um, is a great representation because everyone else had either everyone else pretty much divorced Mm -hmm. and then for those that were that are married there is some level where there's a break of distrust infidelity I have no idea what it is Mm -hmm. but there is always that but that but yet they're still married Okay. So it's just like that's not necessarily a great example to you know to follow, because I don't think we would be here if I was following. If I don't, I don't know what the actual what it actually is, but the infidelity and all that stuff, I, I have I have no idea. Turn the turn the alarm off. We got kids. It's Q flow, so yeah, we. I, I don't three care. Three of them. Turn the alarm all off. Three. Anybody want to hear that? I don't even know why you turned it on. You ain't ready to, time to get ready for school. Turn the alarm off. What do you mean? Why is it on? It's it's Yvonne. Turn it off. Go turn it off. Oh my gosh. Metal. Anyways, um, I think we need to take a pause. We only take a pause. Can we keep going? All right. So you and I had had a conversation and um. Before your first relationship, mm-hmm. something happened with your parents mm-hmm. that devastated you. And from mm-hmm. our conversation that we had, <laughs> oh, I was told, getting, oh yeah, I was getting to oh, that. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were alluding to it, and then the alarm. Or, yeah, the alarm okay. threw me off. Yeah, so I was alluding to that because my parents, um, like I said, was they showed a great example of what a marriage is, you know, supposed. to supposed to look like because it didn't seem as though the ones that were married would be great examples and everybody else being divorced and then grandma that I lived with she, she was uh she was being she was um husband passed so her husband passed okay. so that's what um so I just that was the, the example of what a marriage is supposed to look like and then it was blown up in shambles. Yeah. And so you don't have so to get fresh, into the details. No, I didn't get okay. into details. Okay. So freshman year, I was um. Well, my family, to be honest, it was it was cool to see my parents like argue because they always they argued a lot. But then <laughs> this, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. They argued a lot. It was a lot of yelling. I felt like a lot of it uh, revolved about around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just how I feel. It was. They may say otherwise, or it's not your fault, and blah blah blah. But I felt it was around me because my name was called many, many times. So I felt it was around me. 
So um, they argued a lot, but yet still, they were still together. They still laughed, joked, whatever the case may be. But come to find out, that was all somewhat of a front to help the kids get out of the house so they that way themselves can separate. So when that happened, I was a freshman, and um, no, it was after my freshman year. And I found out that summer that my parents have been faking it since I was a junior. So it's just like, oh, what? So they've been faking it since you were a junior in high school. Yeah, in high school. And you were... It was after, after your freshman, freshman year, year in college. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, so you're what? And then both brothers were still at the house. Yeah, they're still at the okay. house. So they, um, yeah. So come to find out, then as you know, since I'm older and I wasn't supposed to find out because I guess my dad wanted the entire family to sit and talk, so we can you know have that I guess a formal conversation mm-hmm. and whatever we felt we could say at that time, but it never happened because my mama ended up telling me. <laughs> and so now I'm getting like because I'm in Texas I'm a distance away I'm getting like bits and pieces of the conversation and come to find out that it was like the marriage was over years ago hmm. and it's just like what so I guess you can say the heart started pumping in the demon at that point in time okay so oh, then awaken so it was um, like a precursor me and whoever the other lady person was and then the knowledge about your parents was like breathe life into the demon uh-huh okay because she even said i was distant after that your mom no oh the, the mother the, yeah the mother of yvonne she said i was distant after that and that kind of helped our relationship shift uh at that point it took some time for it to become permanent but yeah I wasn't the same me after that. All right. So did you notice a difference in yourself after that? I mean, at that point in time, after your, you know, you and her split, did you notice that there was a difference between you? Or did you at that time notice that there was this new entity, this like the demon phenomenon? Not really, no. So when did you recognize that? Um... I would probably say when I started when I started adding chapters to my life. <laughs> so 2012. Okay. Yeah, I think it was 2012. Alrighty. I think it's two, yeah 2012 2013 somewhere in there. Okay, so then. And then when I allowed it to actually live, and like take over, was probably 2000. The end of 2013. Yeah, the end of 2013. That's when you were having all the chapters. No, I was... No. I didn't have no (laughs) chapters at the end of 2013. Okay, so what was the end of 2013? That's when... Were you with the second mother at that time? No, I was with somebody else. I was with somebody else. Okay. So after that that relationship... That was... After that... That was number two of the three that I know of. I've only been in three relationships. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That was number Before two you. Number three. Make sure I include that state before you. I know what you meant. Yeah. So after the second one, it took over. Okay. So then where does relationship number three come into play? Because like now, now at this point, you know that you have this 
self-sabotaging demon. <laughs> now you've allowed the self-sabotaging demon to like just completely like full force and just I'm just gonna call it be greedy. <laughs> how, how do you get to relationship number three with that knowledge? Because mm, of the person okay. at the time. So the person because of because of her, I guess you can say her personality, her spirit, and what she was providing, it just it put that it put that away. Okay. So that's how I was able to be in that relationship and then not sabotage it. Okay. Like self-sabotage it. Like I inadvertently did with the first one, kind of with the second one, but not really. Because that was more, that was, that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily all on me. Right. So, but yeah, with the second, with the, with her, it was personality she was put that put that at bay and I think the self-sabotaging didn't come into play because I was still in uh, I was still in Grambling and she was in Houston so there wasn't like all the time a connection between the both of us it was mm-hmm. oh I'm so happy to see you again blah 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 we're gonna hang out click it for a week or whatever the case may be or the weekend and then I'll go back okay so it was I think that probably played a role in it because the other two more consistent contact okay so okay so now relationship three is no more officially after you go and visit in june and all that transpires Hmm? officially after you go and visit because that was in uh no that our relationship was like officially dead to me in 2015 Fourth um, of July. Why? That's where it was officially dead. Cause I found out she was um, pregnant in May. Yeah, I found out she was pregnant in May or June. And I left in April. I left April twenty fifth because I was was able to take my um, finals early, mm-hmm. and so I spent that weekend with her before I left. And, uh, yeah, that was the weekend the child was conceived. Mm-hmm. So I find out in, like, end of May or June. And, yeah, but she had moved on before then. But for me, yeah. For you what? For me, it was over July. Because I had heard she was with somebody, but I still held out hope. Because, again, that was the person that put the demon at bay. Right. So, so, if you guys didn't know, relationship number three was a possible mate. So, there was a possible... What do you mean by a possible There was a possible proposal. There was a proposal planned. Yes. On a particular day, the day in which we met, a year later after we met. So, yeah. Right. So... Cause you, so, when yeah. we talked, you had, we talked and I looked at your research. <laughs> you went, like you were going back to get her back, knowing she was with somebody else. That wasn't. Yeah, that was the same time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
It was the same year, 2015. Went down there. I thought it was after he was no. born. Mm. Okay. No, 2015. Went down there and got crushed. Okay. That was the first. Yeah, that was. I. Uh, it was the first heartbreak. I'm gonna just put it like that. Everyone has theirs. Like, oh, at 16. No, I was 24 at the time, and I was crushed. Literally weeping, crushed. Mm hmm. I was at I was at her mama's house in in her room, and she was pregnant. You could see the belly and everything mm -hmm. with the person that she was with, outside, across the street. And I was at her mama's house in her room, like bawling, bawling tears. And on the phone, my mama couldn't breathe. None of that stuff. Yeah. And after that, tried to fight a little bit more. No, no, want to be there, blah, blah, blah. And then the the dark cloud came back, and I went buck wild again. Okay. All right, so this demon, which is still in existence. <laughs> yeah. Which you're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Which, mm -hmm. having that knowledge, kind of, we're going to talk about that, but we'll do that off camera. I don't know if we need to do that on camera. But, <laughs> all right, so, gosh, I don't know what else to ask. Let's just sit for a minute. <laughs> sit for a minute. Well, I would say this. This is intermission time, I guess. Uh, this is our official logo. I came up with the concept. I drew it out on a piece of paper. I did not have the faith in her that she would be able to computer generate it. <laughs> Messed up. And uh, I was taken by surprise. But yeah, this is our official logo, Living with Qflow. Uh, we have, we're working on some, a few little ideas as far as apparel. Mm -hmm. So that way you guys can, uh, you know, support the blending of the family uh so yeah. if you guys have any ideas or if you have any additional questions based on what i have said so far you can just send us an email at I oh my <laughs> god life, life with q flow <laughs> yes life with q flow at gmail.com so if you have any more questions for me uh, just like send it over there to there and put the subject title Floydell or flow. No, actually right. just do flow. Just, just flow. subject title flow. So that way I know, and then we can address those questions that you have. <laughs> and I will be, uh, completely honest cause I have to be, Oh yeah. this right. is the hot seat. I got, I got it. So now you've got a son and a daughter from two other women. And here we sit blending families yeah yeah you must have all sorts of ideas and thought processes that have come about in having the two of them and now having to incorporate another child and spouse like person for the time being because technically i'm not your spouse yet but <laughs> so are there, I mean, because obviously we know there are some thoughts that you have that I don't <laughs> agree with and don't 
honestly understand. Can you, would, would you be so kind and explain how the mothers of your children fit into your idea of family? What are your thoughts? <clears throat> That's not what's happening here. I'm asking a question <laughs> and you're supposed to answer it. But I need so, to, but I no, need no, no, to no. understand where you're coming from because I'm half confused. My question is, how do the mothers of your children fit into family as okay, far as but you're concerned? You, you said we don't have the same thoughts. So what is your thought so I can understand where you're coming from I'm so I can explain about, my thought? I'm talking about pre-hard work, you and I getting down and dirty conversations, Floydell's ideal thinking. Of. My only thinking is that they're family. And I'm going to look out for them. Okay. Take care of them as if. I'm going to have they back. If they need me, I have they back. Because they family. Whatever that's my, they need. Yeah, because that's my children's. It. Yeah, that was my children's mother. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. Okay, and I'm going to have so, their back. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-huh. I wanted you to say that. Now. Key word was pre. <laughs> us working together. So that doesn't. Don't indict me as though that is my current mentality. It's a process. Wait. You yes, should, it is. You should no. I'm not saying about that. This question, what we're getting to, is a process. Okay. So that was in in our beginning, because not in the beginning, but in our beginning, that was a thought process. And then after us, which having, beginning? Our beginning, beginning, or our beginning? Our beginning. Beginning. So November beginning beginning. No, not official beginning. I just said our beginning. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so out right. in our. It's a complicated matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so in, I mean, because some people say we was together, together, but together apart. Yeah, I know. So, anyways, <laughs> in our beginning, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> okay, in our beginning, with that thought process, and then you and I had conversations because of things that you were doing. What was going through your head when I would tell you stuff? Like, why, why are you doing that? And you're like, well, they're like family. Because that's how I see it. Right. So, but I'm talking about like your reaction to me asking Saw it. Why. Excuse me. I'm trying to speak as though I'm in that person. So that's why I'm saying see it. But right now it's, it's solid. It's past tense. It is past tense. It will be past tense. So... But I'm saying, you know, my response, like you're saying this, that, and I'm like, no, I don't understand. Why would you do that? That makes no sense. What was your reaction to my thoughts, my like my thought process on what you were saying? Because you were opposite. Yes. You don't know what you're talking about. That's it. Yeah, like whatever. It literally in one ear, okay, out the other. That's what? Okay. But now. Talk about your process going from this is what it is, you don't know what you're talking about, to now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, because mm. we're blending families. So that, you know, you have your ideas, I have my ideas, and somehow we have to find a, an in-between or an, come to an understanding that we can work with. So yeah, well, that's we have what we're talking about. in-between. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what we're talking about here. So this, like, this has honestly been a. You really talking about the widow's peak? I'm gonna <laughs> hush. Well, that's the in between. Hush. So 
this has been a big, big, big thing for us because we do have differences, which you'll find out when you watch the episode where it's all about me. <clears throat> so that's why I definitely want to bring it up. So before it was their family, whatever they need, I got them. And then it's, I don't understand why, Akoya, you don't understand how I feel about this. You don't know what you're talking about. And now you're at... In the process? Um, this is when you speak. I'm, I just, now you're at dot, 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 you take over. I'm in the process. Of? Conforming to your mentality. Which would be? Which I don't have a problem with. So I don't <laughs> want people to take that statement the wrong way. Like, I need to become Q and her way of thinking. But, no. When it comes to being in a, <clears throat> in a relationship, the only way it works is if we have the same objective or the same end result. And so, that end result being, you know, as I've, I, would, I would always put it, keep my peace. So, to have the peace. Mm-hmm. So to have the peace, we have to be on, you know, the same page. Right. In essence. So whatever, whatever it is that I got to do to ensure I have the peace and we are at peace, that's what I'm going to provide, the missing peace. Okay. Because I don't have the peace. I got to put the peace in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all right. like that quadruple entendre. No, I'm just playing. Anyways, okay, so we had that progression. To be honest, we have. I would. I would like to say that in the. And last this is fairly recent because last time we were kicking it with the crew and we had a conversation about this. Edish, what red in the face fuming? Because I said, "Oh, she can come. She can. They can come stay over at the crib. It's all good." Because the question, the what was the question we were, exactly? The we were, question what, was posed. What's the name of the game? We were playing a game, and it's got, like, the cards. It has cards. Or, the cards have questions on them. And so the question was, I don't know. It was, we, there was, like, a series of, like, would you be upset or would you allow your partner to do X, Y, Z for X It was X like a marriage, a marriage type yeah. of game. So for X amount of money. And so, like. If it's him getting more money, he is down to do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, anything for the family. I, I spread it wide, make it clap, slide down the pole. It don't matter. So, <laughs> I learned that about him. Mm-hmm. I'll give it up to be a Fortune 500 CEO. What? But so from one of those questions, it bridged into, because in our group, in our crew group, you know, we are the only one of us we're the only blending family yeah they they follow direction yeah they follow direction <laughs> they listen to the lord yes <laughs> we got a little they went by this they went by the scriptures but yeah so we're the only one so it kind of you know there was a and the only one's not married that's you like i said <laughs> we're the only ones of us <laughs> yeah because it's li- literally 12 of us yeah but yeah they're Everyone other than us are married, and those yeah. who have kids, like it's their; those are their kids. There's well, no- one of them, one of them, they 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 blended. It was a half blend. It was a half blend, because she came with a son, and then they created children. 
So it's a half blend. Mm-hmm. Okay. But with the immediate oh. with the immediate crew though, yeah. we're the only yeah, with the we're the only uh, ones. That's the family. That's not the crew. That's why you have me all messed up. Hey, well. Our groups have names. So yeah, we, we can got, keep them in. Oh, we have a we have a few group chats going out there. Yes. It's all good though. So, oddly enough, the majority of them are all the same people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. But um, but yeah, so from one of those questions, it it went around to us specifically like, you know, if because we're the only ones. Yeah. So what if, if your baby dad? Parent, so for for me, my daughter's father, and for him, his children's mothers. If the other parent, you know, needed help and needed a place to stay, like, would you be open to doing? Would that? Would you open your doors? And I was like, no. And I, would, I, I mean, I would help, but not you would not be in my house. And I said no to the helping. He and, he he can just chill at the house. They can just be at the house. Yeah, he. Yeah. So it's just like, no, that's that's your daughter's father. That's my kid's mother. If anything, they get to see the kids more because we got the kids. I mean, we got you know the daughters. My son visits. I visit my son. But yeah, we got the we the got girls. the yeah we got the girls. And in the event if it ever happens, I have my son. Then yeah, she can come. She's like what? She can so, come with, so What's the problem with he that? said chill. He meant live with. <laughs> yeah. It's not ch- they're not coming by just to hang out for a few hours and then well, go they, home. Well, they heard it's, you say, yeah, yeah. They're coming to stay. And I was like, no. But I would help, like, help them be in a place for X amount of time while they mm-hmm. get themselves together. Yeah. They're just and not going to be in my house. He's and like, I'd no, rather from, I'd rather from another from a monetary perspective, I'm not gonna pay for your hotel or what. No, you're just gonna. I'll deal with the water bill going up or something like that. No, you can chill at the house, get on your feet, and then ups upsy daisy up yeah. up out of there. And I was all about no big my deal. house will be a peaceful, and, calming space for me. And I feel it would be my peaceful. family, and that means that there's only one woman in the house. One mama, one man, one father figure, that's it. All other adults <laughs> will be treated as visitors. You could come, but you do have to go somewhere else at nighttime. And I think that, you know, I would much rather, I would much rather spend the extra money so that in my house, I'm at peace. Yeah, so because this episode, because this episode is about me, so I my in me responding to that, it was more along the lines of what I'm picturing is the house where we're at, and then there's a guest house. I have I have no problem with that. That's not a big deal with me. That's too close. <laughs> but anyways, it, it, at, the, at that time, that's. That's what it was. That it wasn't. Right. It wasn't a big deal because that was. If I the, were to fall in that situation, I would expect. I would expect it because some sometimes you would just need that, and it's a win because there's a kid involved, so it's close contact for them. So that was the second of the. You don't know what you're talking about. Family thought process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a big. I mean, literally, he said yes. He did da 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 da, and then of course. Our friends are like, so if she's not okay with it, that's what we're going to do. And I'm just sitting there not speaking. 
hardly breathing. And yeah, some of it was breaths, some of it was you would only allow upset. You would only allow um, Ray's dad to. Uh, it was what? What did he say? What did Darnell say? Darnell said, "You're only saying that. You're only saying you would allow Ray's dad oh. to be in the house because you want your two mothers." To kids to, to be there. able to be there also and i'm okay. just like nah that has nothing to do with it because i'm thinking of ray being able to see her father more and that's Which that's I, just how it is i get that because when the, the when the yeah. opposite parent has the child then that means the visiting parent doesn't get to see them as much mm-hmm. so that would mean more time this i don't I ain't got an issue with that and Carl wanna be funny, well what if he walking around the house in his drawers? I was like, that is not gonna happen because in my head <laughs> there's the good there be there will be a problem. Because it's like, bro, I got other kids here. They don't need to see you like that. And you don't need to be exposing your exposing yourself. I, I don't wanna see that. She don't need to see that. Probably don't wanna see that. There's a reason why y'all not together. I don't need her throwing up all across the floor. But anyway, he would be in the guest. He would be up in the guest house. So it's just like, ain't no big deal. That's how it is in my head. So when I was answering those questions, that was really my thought process. Right. So it's, you know. Any other questions? Thank God for the crew. I just want to throw that out there. Clarks, love y'all. You're amazing. That's (laughs) all of them. Crew's crew. Um, Emphasis on the Clarks. But yeah. Anyway. those are pretty much that's pretty much it because you know when we talk about me we're gonna end up probably tying it all together so yeah and depending on how long this video is you will probably be on the time crunch oh i have to be on the time crunch even though you wanted to talk about everything except the reason you you told me to go through all that i told you to go through your family life and relationships because we're talking about blending our families I didn't need to know nothing about but all of that stuff but all of that gave me that type of mentality that vengeful type of mentality being irritated and upset all of those negative thoughts allowed the demon to be pieced together and this is what got the heart pumping so like what you would tell me you could have condensed it hey exactly you could have condensed all that well they don't they didn't know my story (laughs) (laughs) And I needed to give them my testimony <laughs> so they know my story. But anyway, so this this is part one. There's going to be a part two where mm-hmm, we'll be talking mm-hmm, about me mm-hmm. and my background. Um, just kind of setting you guys up, giving you guys some information so that you'll be well in the know about Q-Flow. Yeah. So you're not the only person who can rhyme. Our, th- <laughs> our thought processes are completely different. So that is one thing that also needs to blend to make things work, not just the kids, but us. But you, oddly us. enough, oddly enough, the, the a, thing we share in common is stubbornness, <laughs> which makes it all the more fun. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> for interrupting me. I forgot what I was you saying. You literally had stopped. No, I took a breath. That was the longest breath in history. No, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It was was not at all but as I was trying to be deep and philosophical when it comes to blending yes 
So we have to um, look at the camera. The people want to see you. They want to see you looking at me the whole time. No, I, was I know being, I'm good was, looking, but Jesus. I was being funny. Come on now. Since I interrupted you and gave you a philosophical. Yeah. But as I was saying, we not just blending the kids and the that dynamic, all three of them, um, but making sure we're on the same page. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were cool. You know, we've been cool, kicking it, chilling. Because I, I would not, I didn't, I didn't say girlfriend. I, I just, no, no. It's, that's my woman. I'm a man. Then we went to the fiance. That is... I'm grown. I ain't talking to no girl. I'm talking to a woman. So, yeah. So I, I guess I was throws people off a little bit too. But anyway. No, it has them all the way confused. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. So <laughs> it's like, so that. when you give her the ring, does that make her your girlfriend or your fiance? I'm like, y'all being funny. But they were dead <laughs> serious because my thought process is completely different than a lot of people. But yeah, so we have. To, I just feel that. There's got to be a lot of change on my part because I was, I guess you can say, free willy out of the two of us. So, and me being free willy and the, 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 I don't know, how my relationships worked in the past is completely the wrong way, I guess. It's not wrong, it's just different. Interrupt me again. The wrong way, I guess, but not really because every relationship works differently. Some things are okay in one relationship and not okay in the other because of the personality and the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a little bit of more uh, confirming and understanding from of me to me understanding you because me and you in the together, together, together apart situation <laughs> is completely different because yeah. your mind's who made you? You weren't even like this back then. Why is this even what? We were but it's apart. a different, <laughs> it's different, you know, there's levels. Mm-hmm. And so we're on a different level. Mm-hmm. And so for me to get, get to the next level, I got to put in the work and understand, do some more. I thought I had a doctor's degree, but I guess I didn't. So, got to get on the same page. And more importantly, beginning to write that page in unison. So, yes. yeah. All right. I think that's good. That's good? Because I, I ain't editing nothing now. We're going to shorten this up next time. Because I ain't got that many questions. I didn't have that many. It was like, what, five? Well, I got questions, but let's see if you're going to answer them. Because I thought yours was going to be more drilling. That she's gonna open up the candle. Well, I guess we use all that for the other topics. All right then. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>